This is a HeadGum Podcast. Um, um, yes, that's perfect. Oh, perfect. Um, Mike, can I get a little something serious out of the way <laughs> yeah. before we get really deep into this thing? Yeah. Um, man, I fucking, I was, I, today is a big, long day for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a lot of like things going on in the uh, in the in the Valley Folk world, and the then like EZU. outside of that in the EZU, uh-huh. there's a lot of things going on today for me. And I'm like, you know, it's fine, it's manageable. There's just a lot going on, and um, you know, I was like last night, I asked if it was okay if we could record at 9 a.m., and you were totally cool with it, which I appreciate. I wanted to say thank you to you for that and uh-huh. uh you know and everybody who's listening to this know that like the last probably like n- nine episodes have all been done in like the 9 a.m 10 a.m hour sure um this is this has been a morning record for us <laughs> so um i try to be as well rested as i possibly can be for mm-hmm. for dynamic banter because i like to you know have high energy and and get ready for some potential new bits i and like to be like high that. for the show as well <laughs> <laughs> i like to come in and and i want to i want to be well rested and so last night i was like i'm going to bed a little bit earlier and it was like midnight which is like it's not terrible it's like a responsible teenager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed at midnight. <laughs> and so I was in bed at midnight. And then as you do, you start to browse the internet and you start to fall into the wormhole of porn, porn and the disgusting underbelly of the of beyond what's beyond porn <laughs> because you're a 36-year-old man and porn doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I told you not to get that VR thing. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm like listening or not listening. I'm watching things on the internet and then I get a fucking like and I don't want it, dude. To, to, like I'm sorry I'm even bringing this up, but I just have to. Uh-huh. There was another fucking mass shooting. Yeah, very close to here. And in my goddamn neighborhood basically. Like mm-hmm. Thousand Oaks is like that's I lived there for like 3 years. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. It was, and it was like I was watching this thing live, and uh, man, it was just like, and so it it was like not until like two a.m. ish that I ended up going to sleep, mm-hmm. because I was just watching this coverage and I was just making sure friends were okay and, um, you know, just reading up as much as I could about what what's going on, how many people are injured, what what's the what's going on, and I I don't. You know, I could look up all these things right now and I could like give you facts and I could tell you probably they already know who and they'll did probably it. change by the point. They'll probably the change. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. dude, I was watching the live coverage and the story was like changing as I was watching it. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, this passerby said that they threw gr- like smoke grenades into the thing before they shot people up. And this person says that the guy started shooting people up and then he threw smoke grenades. And someone said it was an, a semi automatic rifle and someone said it was a handgun and someone. And it's like all of these like when you're watching it live, it's just like you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, but they were like talking to people that were inside and escaped. And they're like there was this dad who was just like he was just like I've never seen someone so shook, so so shaken, so 
uh, if affected. Obviously, I mean, can you imagine if you're in a place that starts to get shot up? Like, what is it? Even, like, what happens to your brain when mm-hmm. that happens? You just your instincts kick in. Your instincts it. kick in, and everyone's instincts are different. And mm-hmm. this guy was like, I was there with my son. I was looking for my son. I found him. We escaped. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I saw people get shot. I saw he like, and then he was just, he just started breaking down and was like, I wish I could have done something. Like I'm, I'm so sorry. He looked into the camera and he with tears in his eyes. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I couldn't help other people. And I, and I'm so I like, I'm just so, I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. And the, the guy interviewing him was like, the, you know, you did what you needed to do. You protected your son. You know, you, that's all you can do in these situations. Like, you know, don't worry, don't feel bad, don't feel guilty, all this stuff. And I'm just watching this in my bed and I'm like, I've been in this neighborhood. Like I haven't been to that place, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm looking at the helicopter footage and I'm like, yeah, my fucking ex-wife used to work right there. And I used to go to the mall that's right there. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is like more park is the street is the cross street Moore Park is the freeway exit that they closed down. And that was my exit for years to get home. And um, it's just so fucking tiring, man. <laughs> it's so fucking tiring yeah. to just like wake up and you're like, our hearts go out to the fucking 13 people who died, 10 people who died, five people who died. 30 people who died and it's like it's just never gonna fucking stop Mike mm-hmm. it's and it's like it's really one of those things where it's like my fucking fat ass isn't gonna stop mass shootings yeah and my tweets aren't gonna do shit mm-hmm. and like what do you fucking do dude it's you, so helpless that's it's the so only helpless. thing you could do is be the best person that you could be yeah like the, did you see the when they were interviewing the three girls and they were like there were a bunch of guys who knelt down in front of us and like shielded us yeah. from stuff. Yeah. Like doesn't That's amazing, yeah. Doesn't um I don't know, man. And you can't even fucking say anything cuz I don't I know, be that's like, the thing. That's the thing. It's no, like No, but it's, you know what? I don't care anymore, man. Yeah. Can't you see shit like that and like regardless of whether those people were fucking like Republicans or Democrats Doesn't matter. They're humans. or like feminists or like whatever. Like We're talking about humans. Human beings knelt down in front of other human beings. And excuse me for that. Why are you so angry? Those were headphones <laughs> and I'm sick of them being <laughs> next to me. Why, how could you, why could you be so angry? I've just had enough of these headphones. And I think that's where it starts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the root of it. But that is such like a human... <laughs> like we, when pressed, like we will look out for each other. Yes. You know, and yeah. other people will see something and make a split second decision like this is life or death. Yeah. What can I do to make other innocent people okay? And yeah. that can't be like glossed over ever. No, and a no. lot of people are gonna make a lot of things out of this sure. because they do every goddamn and time. It's all gonna be political and it's all gonna be this and it's yeah. all gonna be that. The guy that fucking shot it up was like fucking terrorist like I mean whatever it doesn't matter you're mm-hmm. right it's gonna go political no matter what but yeah. you're right we can't lose sight of the fact that even in the in the midst of this horror there are people who stop to help and stop to like you know uh, shield people and I even heard that there was there was um, someone inside that was like they were smashing windows with chairs mm-hmm. and then they were just like tossing people out the windows to like get them out mm-hmm as fast as they possibly could. Like that's, that's dude, those are superheroes. Yeah. Those are, those are real superheroes. Yeah. 
um, like I, I, I'm just a fucking like like weak nerd. Like if I heard gunshots, it would probably take me moments before I even hit the ground. I honestly thought you were gonna say months. It would take me months before I hit the <laughs> ground. <laughs> I just, you know, you can't help but think about what you would fucking do in that situation. Mm -hmm. What the fuck would you do? And, um, you know, we can talk for hours and hours and hours about all of this shit. It's just like, I'm just so sick of it, man. And it's like, you're right. All we can really do is what, follow what we're good at, do what we... No, people say be the change, and then it's been said so much that it's like a, you know, it's an embroidered quote by this point. But it's like, that's legitimately all you can do. There's all the, unless you're going to be a fucking elected official that's going to like stand up to the NRA or like make decisions like that, either decide to do that or decide to be what is considered a good person. You You and I are not the problem. You and I are not the problem. We, you know, we don't, I don't need to change Mm -hmm. my life to like, you know, to be a a better example of like how to be, to Mm -hmm. be, to be a good person. Like I, I don't break the law. I don't fucking, I'm not a violent person. I'm a respectable person. I treat everyone with the same respect, women, men, Republicans, Democrats, whatever, like we're all sharing this fucking planet that we mm. all live on together and so we're fuck we're from different ancestral backgrounds but it's like we all are made of the same shit all of our grandparents fucked doggy style at some point <laughs> yeah all of our, our grandparents think of your grandma and grandpa right now they fucked yeah <laughs> your grandpa cummed <laughs> next time you see your grandpa think of your grandpa coming and that's what's important and also (laughs) we're all humans man we're all sharing this place and it's like i don't know how else to like get that out there it's like people and but there's so much of this like xenophobia it's just there's so much of this like if you're this then you're different than me and Mm -hmm. if you're that then you're different than me and it's like fuck man we all have nervous systems and brains and we all have the same shit man we're not different this is weird tribal mentality but um a couple things are important one um i i went away and i met a lot of the people that uh from this area who listen to the podcast and it's just more and more apparent that every time i meet these people i see the positive impact that this show has on people even if it's just for like an hour a week you know yeah so just know that we're gonna make jokes today but it's to fulfill a higher purpose. Yeah. And uh and that's how we're going to We uh when I was doing the Rocky Horror show, uh-huh. the Maggie Levin who is who was the great director of that. She's a fantastic woman. She's a, she's just a strong, amazing, artistic, wonderful person and she was uh she was she she brought the whole team together before our last performance. And she was just saying all this great stuff about how I mean she was very emotional and it was very, it was it was a very uh, wonderful speech. A to, theater person was emotional. That's <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> front page news. That was fine. But yeah, so she and it was wonderful and it was just and it was like um, 
you know, nothing but mutual respect for everyone in that room. And we're all just kind of like enjoying this kind of this thing that these wonderful things she was saying. And then at one point she said, we're, we are, um, we are creating a service that, which is joy. Joy is the service that we are providing people. Mm -hmm. We, we are a, an hour and a half. We are two hours of, 100% 100% escape from what's going on outside those doors. We're going to make people laugh. We're going to make people feel horny, whatever. It's just yeah. this, it's just a moment of performance that is meant to in, elicit joy. And, and that's a service. That is a service to be able to elicit joy. And I think we can say, I can say that what we do here to a, to a whatever degree is we we are providing joy. Yeah. We are providing joy to people that whether they're depressed or or they've had a bad day at work or they're bummed out about the fucking mass shootings that keep fucking happening. Mm-hmm. You know, at the very least we're fucking making jokes over here about shit and we're making people laugh and it's like sometimes that's all you fucking have, dude. Mm-hmm. Humor is all I had. Yeah. For a lot of my life. Yeah. When shit got real fucking bad, it was like, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. I want to laugh. I want to fucking go to my friend's house and watch some weird shit and laugh. Mm-hmm. Because, like, fuck, the alternative is crying yeah. <laughs> in my room, which is fine, too. But, you know. <laughs> not l- all the time. But not all the time. And not alone. <laughs> not <Yeah>. always alone. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, man, it's just humor is is a very, very, very powerful thing. And and I think coupled with hope and coupled with thing like you said, Mike, that there were men that were shielding people from from potential bullets and whatever. Jesus, this is so crazy to mm-hmm. even think about this shit. Last you know fucking night fucking people crazy? were dying, dude. Yeah. Dude, and this is not the first time No, no, and it's not had, the last time. We, not the first time we've had to talk about something like this on this show. Yeah. Dude, I remember one day I had to do this with Elliot when I lived in my other apartment and it was the day after the fucking Yeah. the Las Vegas thing. Yeah. And it happens all the time yeah. and people like to pretend that there's not a problem because I mean, whatever. It's easier to it's easier to pretend like there's not a problem. Yeah. Because it doesn't it means you or don't pretend have to, like you it have means a you don't have to do anything to the problem. Yeah, it means you don't have to do anything. It right. means you the 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 least amount of effort is required to not give a shit. Mm-hmm. And um, but I think it's starting to become the other. It's such an emotional burden. I mean, how could that be the least? You know, yeah. How could how could pretending that it's going to sort itself out or pretending that not making some kind of action with the people that have the power to make the action? Yeah. You know, why is that less work? Why is it less work to to thwart the issue? Yeah, you know, and it and and you know, voting is a is a great way to kind of like you know do something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel like you there's nothing you can do, if you feel helpless, like I do, um, you know, you can you know vote vote fucking vote. You know, I don't know, man. If you want this shit to stop, there's a very clear. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not correct to say there's a very clear path for to to end this shit but there but there is a path that seems like a path not taken mm-hmm. when we've been in this fucking st- st- 
repetitious fucking loop of violence and fucking murder and and uh, evil, there is a path that leads outside of that fucking loop, I think, or multiple paths that that points us in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. And whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or a libertarian or whatever, there's a there what we're currently fucking doing is not working. Mm-hmm. This cr- this status fucking quo is not working. It's not stopping anything. Mm-hmm. It's not there's no change. We're, we're, we are we are living through devastating fucking mass murder mm-hmm. while we go to buy our fucking sandwich at Subway and shit. And it's like, do you, nobody wants that, right? Like, none of us want that. I mean, we could, we could fucking go deep into this shit and go, well, there are people who benefit monetarily from that. Mm-hmm. There are people who directly benefit from mass murder. Mm-hmm. It's like mind blowing. But on a on a hum, hum, on a human level, on a people, on the people, on the general fucking public, I I can only assume that I could pull someone off of the street, any random person and be like, "Do you want there to be mass murders every fucking day?" Mm-hmm. And I would venture to say most of those people would say no. If they spoke English. If they spoke English. And if they spoke their own language, I would venture to say... They would, it would say that They, they would language. say no in their yeah. own language. I, I truly fucking believe that. Uh-huh. I truly believe it. But the only fucking way for it to ever work is for something to change. Mm-hmm. That's the only fucking way. Mm-hmm. And look... The Democrats have their ideas of how things should change. The Republicans have their ideas of how things should change. Look, at this point, I don't give a fuck whose fucking choice we make. Just be we a just person. need be to fucking make a choice. Yeah. We need to be people. We need to know that as an individual, the one thing we probably all share together is we don't really want to fucking die. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Can't we just amplify that fucking feeling and figure this shit out? Yeah. God damn it. It's so easy to just make a fucking change, man. This well, is this not. isn't new. I mean, it's not, but it is. It's like any t- like ugh, man, I don't want this to get too political, but it's like you look at the results of this r- recent uh this recent uh fucking Election. Uh-huh. These, these, this. Re- and when was that? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking week, days ago. Uh huh. You look at the results of that, and it's like there's some pretty standard stuff going on. Florida is a blue state. Texas is uh, no. What's that? No. Oh, f- sorry. Florida is a red state. My yeah. bad. Jesus Christ. This is how combusted, combo- combobulated I am. <laughs> Florida. Jesus. Yeah. No. In not in my lifetime will Florida be a blue state. <laughs> Not that it really matters, but... Well, it's purple. It's always very close. Well, Texas is purple, which is a a thing that's like... No, Texas is red because they voted for Ted Cruz rather than Beto. Are you sure? I thought it was the other way around. No, red is the Republicans. Well, yeah, but I thought... Red Republicans. But (laughs) but I thought Florida was the one that that, uh, 
Well, listen, it doesn't matter. We're Florida's not su- the one that was like decided by one vote listen, a couple years ago. This is this is a more important point that we're getting to, which is we're not super political either, yeah. Mike and I. And I'm not. I don't want to speak for you, but no. I'm certainly not super political. No, I like good people, so I I don't pay attention to a lot of politicians. Um, just just when when things when you when it, I understand that it can become annoying to see timelines filled with vote, 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 mm-hmm. propaganda, whatever, everyone's agendas. You've got like this side with their agendas. You've got that side with their agendas. Who do I choose? Who's the right one? What, what you know? Who am I angry at? Mm-hmm. Put all that fucking shit aside. And just, this is where it starts to get hard. Because that's when what I'm what I'm asking people to do is just use your own idea of what you think life should be. Don't be passive. Don't be passive. Don't don't we live in a very and me and my friend Sean were talking about this recently. Don't we live in a passive society where like no one reads you know, it's like you watch videos and you listen to people. Right. Talk, no one no one reads. You're and right. And then you no you find someone that you identify with and you're like, yeah, that's close enough to whatever. I'm not going to go out and do my own research or do whatever because my family's telling me this and my friends are telling me this and the people I admire, whether they be like celebrities or old people. Or it's like I don't want to read like of, about like what this senator believes in. Like, right. I don't want to sit here and read but, this shit. But the fact of the matter is, like, if you're an American and you want to enjoy everything that comes with being an American, Which and you've we just do. taken it for, gra- for granted for yeah. your whole life because you've never fucking fought in a war or you've never, like, you know, had anything where you've had to lay your life on the line for for your country, for your country to be okay, at the very least, just don't be passive. Don't be a passive citizen. Yeah. Like, care enough to care and about your country. And it's it's so fucking, like, it's almost like talking to a wall to say, care more. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, you can't make anyone do anything. You can't. And but you can't... Like, you certainly can't make people care more. Mm-hmm. It's not until fucking... Shit like this happens when when someone fucking like even me, you know, like I'm pretty vocal about stuff on Twitter and 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 I'll I'll share appropriate links that I think, you know, pertain to one of those pathways I was talking about. But everybody knows that tweets with links don't do as well. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a hard fact of the Internet. I just so. So that we don't talk about politics for fucking a half an hour and talk about uh, humanitarian things. I just want to say one last thing and we can move on and we can try to do some jokes on this fucking podcast. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to say is, is you don't want people to die as a human. Like, I think I can, I can almost guarantee that you don't want people to die. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. You don't want your family to die. Uh-huh. You don't want to worry about your little brother in school or your little sister in in at a concert or your your cousins going to a fucking your friends, your friends kids. Going to a fucking bar. 
mm-hmm. on college night when drinks are fucking cheap. Yeah. And they're just trying to fucking like this particular establishment. People go to line dance and like socialize. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't want to hear that your fucking friends went to go drinking and now they're dead. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that. And it's like, just, just try to fucking figure out something. Mm-hmm. Just try to think in some different way that will lead you to the path of how to change this shit. What, however extreme that may be. Like go to fucking volunteer with these poll workers. Go to fucking protests. Whatever. That's the extreme. Mm-hmm. Just, well, not however extreme. Well, obviously. There is a method that you probably shouldn't well, take. Well, if I'm saying you don't want people to die, then obviously don't go and fucking hurt people. Yeah, because that would be counterproductive. That's counterproductive to the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is is that as cliche as it fucking is, the only way this is going to stop is if something fucking changes. Mm -hmm. And you, listener, you person listening to this, you know, if you're not in the US, then like, (laughs) Uh, congratulations <laughs> you, you're uh, you're I mean you have your own problems for sure but 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 Jesus fucking Christ and now the Canadians are like hmm. yeah right <laughs> well not really if you live in the US and you're listening to this you want you absolutely have the power to push this fucking damaged place into a better direction Mm -hmm. you really do if you think about it like if you could say if you could point at people and this is the way your brain works if you could point at people and say well this is your fault your fault and your fault those are just people who were your age at one point who decided to take a path in their life right and whatever and maybe we're not talking to any future senators in here but we got about 30 40 thousand people so chances are if we play the odds one of you is going to be a senator right (laughs) right um and one of you is gay and that's up to you to find out. <laughs> this um, has been. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, you know, all you could do is is be the the best version of, of you and hope that that rubs on off. On the smallest people. scale, yes. Yeah, man. All you can do is be the best version of you that you can possibly yeah. be. But Which also, means... like, we're the future and your kids are the future. Yeah. So you got to raise yes. people right and you have to have, like, you know got to have your your strong convictions and you got to pass those down you got to be good to people and you got to show other people with your actions how to be good to people and look i understand that like there's very little return instant return and instant gratification yeah, when you're nice you to somebody stuff. but that's not why you fucking do stuff man yeah. you do it because we're only on this planet for a fucking tiny blip mm-hmm. and you want to live the best possible fucking life that you can mm-hmm. while you're there and one of the ways to do that, I truly believe, is to be a fucking kind person. Yeah. I guarantee to you, if you are a kind person, that that type of behavior, it pulls in its own reward. Yeah. 
And I guarantee that either your body will feel better, your your family will feel better, your friends will feel better. This is it's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. If you're if you go to some like like what Mike and I do with this podcast to a degree. If you're walking down the street and you see someone drop a fucking box or like they drop their purse or something and you go over and you help them and you pick up the purse and you give it to them and say, here you go. Are you okay? Have a good day. For all you know, just doing that changed that person's life in such a dramatic way that you helped that person achieve happiness. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even joking. That little gesture could help that person achieve happiness. Even the fact that you didn't dig around in that purse for a long time. To look for gum. Will. And and you know there's gum in there. You know there's gum because it's an old woman. And there's a lot of gum in there. You know there's a Werther's original in there. There might be gum from the 80s in there. Yeah. And that's a win. <laughs> that's baseball card gum. Just be nice to people, man. That's all I'm saying. That's all Mike's saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm sick of seeing these fucking mass shootings, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just... And just I, be careful, I did. Man. I did what I felt was right during these uh, mid midterm elections or whatever the fuck this was i thought i did my research i read as much as i could i i voted on the things that i felt were the right things to vote on and look again if your ideals if your vision of what life should be doesn't align perfectly with the fucking libs and whoever else the democrats whatever it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if it doesn't align with that that's fine yeah if you want to fucking own your guns fine but something needs to change Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's yeah. it. And and we all have to agree on that. Yeah. We just have to agree. Like, put your pride aside. Put your ownership of, of your fucking, put your fucking constitution, your constitutional fucking, your goddamn fucking bulletproof grip on the constitution aside for a second. Seriously. And just, just something needs to change. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. That's all. I will say that people of Connecticut got together collectively and voted Adam Gill out of office and that and that's the be- that was really the best news out of that because out of, out people, of your a lot of people were worried and now he's out and that's just a little bit of the change and that's how that works yeah you you do the research just do the fucking research man do I'm research. not even gonna like baby st- I'm not even gonna hold your hand on this one yeah I'm not going to be like, I'm too, it's too, I'm too angry. And forgive me for being so fired up about this shit. No emotions from now on. You're using up all your emotions. I'm, I, yeah, forgive me. Usually, usually I'm just this like, wow, here's a fart sound. I'm going to (laughs) play off the internet. (laughs) Right now I'm a little too mad and it, and, um, I'm just going to say it. Start to do some fucking research. Mm -hmm. Just start to read some shit. Go online, whatever you believe in and just Try to find the path that will lead to the change that will stop these fucking mass shootings. And also, like, going to attack people online isn't going to do nothing. It's not going to do Although nothing. it's hard to, it's hard to, I mean, even, even I've been kind no, of, kind mean, of aggressive at times on the internet, but it's like, it's hard to not. The right things aren't the easy things to do. Well, yeah, and anger creates some pretty stupid shit sometimes but But it uh, also pushes everybody farther (coughs) apart yeah 
you know? Yeah. And it's like now's that they keep saying like for in order for this country to change something big has to happen or whatever. There's and no like, easy answer. There's no easy answer. There's no like the there's there. And like I said, there's like there's a lot of pathways that lead to the change we all want to see. Mm-hmm. But it just it's but one thing that I can say with confidence is is so far nothing's working. Mm hmm. So what it what is it? What is it? Yeah, and what's next? What's next? And so, you know, cuz that's the deal with everything else, right? Yeah. If if something's not working with the economy, you vote people out and then the economy goes up or whatever. Right. So, what's the thing with this? Well, I mean, and also there isn't like a fucking, you know, president that would be like a fucking saint. Like even Obama was like did some fucking awful shit. Mm-hmm. And and politician uh, and you know and it's and it's tough that you know it really is the lesser of two evils when you when you when you kind of come down to it when it comes to these powerful politicians um, you know there isn't really like at the end of the day I don't know if there is a right choice there's just but there is some choice that leads down the path of the least amount of casualties mm-hmm. there has to be yeah. And and whatever that one is is where I'm going to be focusing. And uh, and and uh, I I truly believe that um, there's a lot of intelligent people in my life who who um, will tell you who to vote for. Will tell you who to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What a terrible. Yeah. Like, exactly. What if what twelve a... <laughs> steps backwards? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, listen look, to hey, your listen, richest friends. Listen, listen. I this might not be the best thing to like to support. Vote the way black people vote. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Black people have never been wrong. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> if you if you are so disconnected from politics uh-huh. that you you don't want to learn about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you have the right to do that as irresponsible as that is. Yeah. As, as someone who, like Mike said earlier, is possibly reaping the benefits of this country that you live in. If you are a United States citizen, mm-hmm. um, if you, if you just can't be fucking bothered to fucking do research and read and fucking go, you know, and and do the extra work it takes to fucking, you know, help people and and do the right thing, then like, yeah, I mean, look, I don't think this is the best option, but it's like if there are people in your life that you know believe in the right things mm-hmm. and, and their beliefs align with yours and they, they also just so happen to include the ideas of of uh, that lead to not hurting people that lead to not no more murders mm-hmm. then you could probably go to that person and say who do you think i should vote on i'm telling you man sean joshi's school of voting what's that he told me yesterday we were doing a podcast the fanatics podcast uh-huh. and he goes on every black people have been on the right side of history in every election <laughs> So if you absolutely don't want to read anything, just vote the, just way, black vote the way black people vote. <laughs> <laughs> the right side of history since Abraham Lincoln. Wait, could they vote in that election? 
for Abraham Lincoln? Could they vote for the person who Could they vote for the guy that freed that freed the slaves? Probably after that. Every um, one after. That. I I uh yeah. I mean that's a that's a it's de- definitely a generalization. But, no, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, but we didn't say no generalizations. We live right. in a passive. Society. But I mean, look, yeah. If if that's the way you're gonna vote, if you're like, I'm too afraid to like make a decision for myself. Mm-hmm. It, again, I'm not saying this is the best option, but, but if, if you're the type the of person, person that is not going to change, you're not going to do the re- to do the research, you're not going to try to do the right thing on your own, mm-hmm. then at least find someone that believes in the th- same things you do, and and again, believes in the path of least murder, yeah, <laughs> the path yeah, yeah. of least mass murder. I wish I there were so many ballots to fill out on the the election yeah. sheet and there were none that said less murder less or murders more murder. or more murders yeah. yeah i saw daylight savings time <laughs> but yeah. which i think is going to finally be talked about as a thing that to to to, to get rid of i was texting delman the other day and we were going back and forth we were saying things about the election making funnies and he goes which I just, is what you do i just voted for the uh, to end daylight savings time and that's it <laughs> i left everyone else blank and i i laughed for a long time imagine yeah. going and standing in line for three hours and then voting to end daylight savings time and leaving the rest of and the box mic drop yeah <laughs> i'm out i don't care okay. about anything else well that's that <laughs> god bless his heart i mean i uh <laughs> <coughs> we don't need daylight savings time anymore that was for farmers way back in the day wasn't it that doesn't make any sense to me i think it i think it was for farmers mm-hmm and crops. Okay. And I think that there are Since still there are no more of either. I think there are no more <laughs> of those things. And there's just Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. All right. Let's do some sponsors and then maybe we'll do a joke or two. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Let's sell some stuff. Let's sell some stuff. <laughs> let's be let's be a part of the problem. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's pick this track here. There's a nice one, isn't it? No, wait for example. Oh, no. uh, sugar addiction. Hold on a second. <laughs> <sighs> I had to stop the fucking podcast. I had to stop it to activate the fucking track with the audio in it. Here we go. Where's the fucking goddamn? Whoa. Wait a minute. Guys, today's episode of Dynamic Banter is brought to you by Blue Apron. <laughs> it feels so weird. Mmm, what's that smell? It's a Blue Apron fresh ingredient from the farm. Mmm, what's that smell? Is it progress as a country? Not this time. This time, it's Blue it's Apron. It's Blue Apron. And you're cooking. <laughs> what you? It's something you can expect like clockwork other than no, safety. No, come on, man. <laughs> In our own backyards <laughs> is Blue Apron. I can't promise you progress, but what I can promise is a delightful is meal, delicious farm fresh ingredients, and step by step recipes directly to your door. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. <laughs> Wow, this is a great track. This is very intense. I love these. I want to listen to this when I go serious. running. I want to get on the treadmill to this song. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. 
the bad stuff in the world. I'm gonna stop. But first, I'm gonna take care of myself. First, I'm gonna take care of myself. <laughs> when my body's happy and I'm happy, then I'll make the right decisions. <laughs> and you do that by getting farm fresh ingredients. Here's the thing, guys. Uh, you can support a more sustainable food system uh, by joining the Blue Apron family. Now, how does it work? Well, I'll tell you. You choose chef-designed recipes. They deliver the fresh, seasonally-inspired ingredients. And then you cook incredible meals in as little as 20 minutes. Ooh. Why don't you let Blue Apron do the meal prep for you? Yeah. How about this? Dinner in less than 20 minutes. I'll take it. Or in as little as 20 minutes. I'll take it again. Every week, at least three recipes built with your busy schedule in mind where Blue Apron has done the meal prep for you, prepared sauces, spices, Zests. and ingredients. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash banter. That's blueapron.com slash banter. Get your first three meals free. They got smoky chicken and sweet potato bake. With cheesy cornbread biscuits. Oh, my God. Ooh, ooh. Oh, my God. That sounds so good. How about hot Italian sausage pizza with roasted peppers and olives? Don't mind if I do. Mike, why don't you stick a fork into this homestyle beef, um, these homestyle beef medallions. Well, what is it? And maple pan sauce. Oh. And I, I'm not done. And there's also mashed potatoes with garlic sautéed kale. Mike, grab your chopsticks, because coming up next is beef and broccoli in cumin-spiced sauce with garlic rice. Cumin beans. And get a spoon, Mike. I know you're not done with that last one, but here comes some hearty vegetable, uh, hearty vegetables in a hearty vegetable grain bowl with avocado and creamy fig dressing. Mike, hold off on that meal while I serve you a hot Italian sausage pizza with roasted peppers and olives. Like now I'm going to need you to go ahead and eat all those meals right now. <laughs> Tell me what you think. Guys, blueapron.com slash banter. Get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. That's a great track. That's a water level track. All right, we got uh, we got another sponsor here. Use me as an example. What did she say? A candy addiction. Candy addiction, that's the one. This one's not Can't playing. Dink. Can't use me as an addiction for a addiction. Mike. Hey, Alana hey. did a great job on the podcast. Thanks, today. man. She's yeah, a very she pleasant person. She just is. She just is this this uh, this ray of sunshine in Jim. this in this dark in these dark times, Mike Falzone. Yeah, she's a real pleasant gal. I want to have her on with us. Yeah. And then, uh, wow, I just can't open. Suddenly this site just doesn't work anymore. Um, what is it, New Bombs? Wow, yeah. It <laughs> is. <laughs> it is E-Bombs World. What it won't open. Star Runner? Wow, I can't get it open. What the That's F? not good. Uh, which means I can't even play the last track. What, the music one? <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let's see. Let me try. Let me try one more thing here. Do you want me to play copyright free music? <laughs> yeah, if you would, if you could. Because I don't have any. Is that a big deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a good episode. Hey, the uh, if you're a grown up and you take a picture with somebody in a um, like a mascot costume, oh. like in Disney, that makes me uncomfortable. 
Wait, if you're a what? Like if you're a grown up and you take uh, Oh, if you take a picture with a Disney character? With like a Tigger or something? Yeah, yeah. I understand. Cuz you know you know what's going on. I I <laughs> I totally understand. I totally understand that. <laughs> Just to break it up a little bit. Yeah. You um okay, me? how's this one? A Sam Paul. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> Guys, our next sponsor is Eero. That's right, Eero. Now, this is a new sponsor. Life's too short for bad Wi-Fi, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the story of Eero. They started uh, Eero to build the Wi-Fi they wish they had in their own homes. A fast, reliable connection in every room and the backyard, too. In February 2016, we introduced the Eero Home Wi-Fi system, bringing the idea of multiple access points placed throughout a house to consumers for the first time. So basically what Eero is, is a super rad product that extends your Wi-Fi to places where the connection's not so good. Or to places where you don't even get a connection. For example? For example... Eero Plus. It's designed to provide simple, reliable security that defends all of your home's devices against a growing number of threats such as malware, spyware, phishing attacks, as well as unsuitable content. Eero Plus is something you can purchase along with Eero, which will which gives you uh, super awesome security, which I think is fantastic. The new Eero second generation and Eero Beacon allow a customer to build a Wi-Fi system that's more perfectly tailored to their home than ever before. They offer more speed and range in the same high-quality, elegant design that people have come to expect. With the addition of the third 5 gigahertz radio, the second generation Eero is now tri-band and twice as fast as its predecessor, which lets customers do more simultaneously in every room of their home. Whatever your Wi-Fi needs, Eero has the power to seamlessly blanket your home in fast, reliable Wi-Fi, increase speed and range with powerful tri-band radios. Are you sick of not playing Xbox Live in your bathroom or your bunker? Yeah. Your you doomsday could, bunker? You could totally do it with Eero. Yeah. Dude, Clover, 10 Cloverfield Lane would have been totally different. If, if they had, had Eero. Eero. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. they could use the internet and talk to anybody. Yeah. Anyone. Even the director of the next movie and tell him not to do it. Here's some Eero Plus information, guys. Total network protection. Eero Plus offers the ability to block malicious and unwanted content across your entire network. Advanced security by checking the sites you visit against a database of millions of known threats. Eero Plus prevents you from accidentally visiting malicious sites without slowing anything down. Content blocking. Eero Plus automatically tags sites that contain violent, illegal, or adult content, so you can choose what your kids can and cannot visit right in the Eero app. And ad blocking. Get rid of those annoying ads and pop-ups on all your devices. Ad blocking also improves load times for ad-heavy sites, so you can browse and stream faster than ever before. Keep in mind, you don't want those kids going to adult sites because they're not adults yet. The single router model just uh, doesn't work for our increasingly high bandwidth world. It's simple physics. The light waves, Wi-Fi waves don't go through walls well. I don't know if you knew this. Imagine asking a light bulb in your living room to light your master bedroom. 
for example, if you want to try this out in practice, um, go try to go through a wall. Now, what you need is a distributed system. This is what offices have had for years at considerable work and expense. With Eero, you can install an enterprise-grade Wi-Fi system in your home in just a few minutes. Simply download the Eero app on your iOS or Android devices, and it'll walk you through each step of the process. It's quick and easy and painless. Here's the thing, guys. I have been using Eero for a few weeks now, and it's night and day. I My internet connection in my bedroom sucked. And can you imagine what that's like to have a shit internet connection in your goddamn bedroom where you want to do most of your porns? Is that right? Are you a bedroom porn guy? Yeah. Where are you, a bathroom porn guy? No, that Kitchen? doesn't make any sense. Kitchen. Yeah, I, I get it. I was just a regular I get normal. It, man. You can't help it when the food's around. <laughs> I got that blue apron, set up my laptop. So I used my Eero. I put one of the little uh, Eero, uh, what are they called? What are the uh, the little uh, beacons? I put an Eero beacon in my bedroom, uh-huh. and it has a cool little nightlight on it, and it can light up like a little section of your room, like a little, like a shh, shh, night. <laughs> and it connected to the Eero hub, which is in my living room where my, my router and modem is, uh-huh. and it just like, it extended the Wi-Fi connection into my bedroom, and I've had perfect Wi-Fi in my bedroom now. What's it like to go on the internet in your bedroom? It's lightning fast. think about Wi-Fi again, ladies and gentlemen. Never think about Wi-Fi again. Get $100 off the Eero base unit and two beacons package. And one year of Eero Plus. Visit Eero.com. That's E-E-R-O.com slash banter. And at checkout, enter banter. <laughs> Little dances are my favorite If I'm being honest So yeah, guys, I, I can attest This is a great product It's very awesome It has extended my Wi-Fi If you have Wi-Fi problems Or if you want Wi-Fi in different areas in your house Check it out Eero.com slash banter E-E-R-O dot com slash banter And check out Use that promo code banter And you get that uh $100 off that base unit with two beacons and one year of Euro Plus. Steve, why don't you save these guys some money and just mail them one of your beacons, no matter where <laughs> they are, and extend your Wi-Fi to their house? Perfect. I would love to. I would, if that would work, I would do it. I mean, there's only one way to try to do it. Well, I think there's two ways. My mistake. All right. Namaste. Um, I'm sorry for the subject of this podcast, Mike. I'm going to apologize you to you. You didn't do it. I know, but I didn't tell you I was going to do this. Did you know the whole time? No. Because that's a little dishonest. I just, no, I didn't know. But I was just like, fuck it. You know, I was listening to the radio. Um, I listened to this radio station that's, um, it's like Woodland Hill. It's like in Woodland Hills. It's a super rad radio station. Uh-huh. Um, fuck, what is it called? Um... W eight point five the rain. <laughs> w two 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 five seven the rain. Um. <laughs> <laughs> KCSN. KCSN. That's KCSN, what it is. KCSN. 
which is a great, 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 great radio station. KCSN, tell me why you mad. Um, dude, I love it because it's like the the stuff they play is just fantastic. But also, um, this morning I was listening on the way to work, and the guy was like, "All they do is play music. Uh-huh. They don't have like guests or well, sometimes they do, but they don't do like commercials really. And it's like kind of like user supported radio, mm-hmm. and it's just." It's just music, and you don't hear repeats, and it's just like really cool shit. It plays every song once. There's like, (laughs) you'll never hear it again. If you made a request, you better keep it locked. They play like deep burns from like Talking Heads and like like really cool alt music like that. And then they'll play like TV on the radio and things like that. Anyway, they play a lot of great shit, and... um. I was just listening this morning and the and the guy that was just like coming up next we're going to listen to this and blah blah blah. He was like we're not a I know we don't talk about the news here. We we play music. Uh-huh. But I just wanted to say our hearts go out to those that were affected by the the shooting in mm-hmm. in Thousand Oaks. And it was just this super succinct respectful nice just kind of like we just we are we our hearts go out to the families of this uh these tra- this tragedy mm-hmm. and uh affected by this tragedy and i was just like wow that's that's pretty i mean whatever it was nice to hear them acknowledge it and i just it's felt nice like when people are human beings yeah i felt like i just needed to, to to talk about it a little bit so yeah. anyway um I guess you want to do a history road. <laughs> yeah, man. Can I tell you real quick about this drinking game I made up on the plane to Nashville? Yeah, please. You take a drink every time Lenny Kravitz says, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he does it in every goddamn song. Wow, I love that. Yeah. I dare you to find me a song. Doesn't that- matter. Slow. On my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where have you been? Yeah. So it's kind of like Drake with his yeah, 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 man. Drake talks about texting a lot, huh? Drake, Drake does talk about te- texting a lot. He's a voice of the of the millennium, <laughs> millennial falcon. He's a millen- a millennial falcon, <laughs> if you will. How about a history ropes? Um, okay, well, if I can connect to my fucking anything, here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man, maybe we can't even do a history road. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Okay, good. All right, let's do a history road. Okay. Shout out to everyone who came to Nashville. History. History. This history road comes from Laura Rocco. Or Rocco, R O C C O. It's a Roku. <laughs> it's a history road and a thank you. The email begins with an open email. Open. Hi, Mike and Steve. Here's a quick history road about the time one of your signature jokes failed me. I live in <laughs> Illinois, and one of my friends recently mentioned that this has been one of the coldest falls we've had in a long time. This has been. I gotta see where this is going. Seeing a great opportunity to impress my friends with a signature dynamic banter joke, <laughs> I remarked that the coldest fall is my favorite John Grisham novel. 
<laughs> Good. Wonderful. Yeah, great. How could that fail? If that's the one, that, if that fails, I'm going to be upset with these yeah. people. Since my friends and I are all getting master's degrees to be librarians, wow, perfect crowd. I really thought this would go over much better than it did. Turns out that they're too young to know who John Grisham is or read any of his books and no one got the joke. Hold on. You're trying to get a master's degree to be a librarian? I have and you a don't know who John questions for this person. Grisham is? You need to get a master's to be a librarian? Yeah, you didn't know that? Dude, you could just be a doctor. You need a lot of school to be a librarian. Because you Isn't need to crazy? have read all the books in the library <laughs> to be able to tell people. Not only that, that, a librarian is something that might not even exist in the next 10 years. So why go... Pay all those. Well, because a library, <laughs> if you get your master's degree to be a librarian, you can also be an archivist. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And I always thought that was a cool thing because my ex wanted to be, my ex wife wanted to be a librarian. Uh -huh. And I was like, library is going to be like fucking extinct, dude. What are you doing? And yeah. she was like, well, no, I could like work at a movie studio and be their archivist and like library and have a library of all the movies and or props. The Adobe Digital Decimal System. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of jobs for a librarian, even if libraries go away, which would be really sad. But anyway, I only know who John Grisham is because I worked at a public library for three years and shelved his books 18,000 times <laughs> when old people returned them. <laughs> Just wanted to let you know that your joke is out of date. Maybe try referencing your favorite Justin Bieber songs instead. No, I don't know. there's nothing wrong with the joke. Get new friends. Yeah, that was a good joke. Yeah, I would have fucking. I, we laughed. We, we laughed. Were comedians. At it. And we get paid to make people laugh, and we laughed at your joke. Yeah. And your friends are starting to be librarians. And you didn't pay us to <laughs> laugh at your joke. I get paid to laugh at jokes. Right. <laughs> and I didn't, and I got zero money from that joke, and yeah, I loved it. It was a good joke. On a slightly more serious note, I also want to thank you guys for all of your hard work producing this podcast. I've had a tough year, and it's hard not to be constantly overwhelmed by negative thoughts and feelings. Please never say anything negative on the podcast. <laughs> but please don't ever go into a dark area because it would really destroy me. But no matter what's going on, I can always count on at least one hour each week to smile, laugh, enjoy a good bit, and sometimes hear some positive life advice. That means a lot to me. Your efforts don't go unnoticed or unappreciate, unappreciated, and I just want to share that with you. I hope this history road finds you well. Laura close email i would like to say one thing to to um to laura because of that well to laura and to everyone listening we should make an effort and this is kind of like out of the realm of comfortability but we should make an effort to close this with at least one good bit and make the effort to do what we do so that this entire hour that wasn't sponsors is about some negative black world shit. Um, I mean, I think we, I think there were some good moments in the email reading where we told some jokes and, you know, I, I don't think we should force anything. I you think we should to force, for one. you want to try to force one? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to, where do you, okay, so then I'll let you lead this. Okay. And then we'll see where it goes. Um, and this is just right off the top. Okay. Um, so. Something about birds. Uh, birds are, birds, birds don't want to be in cages. <laughs> Start saying other old things bits. Yeah. Um, By the way, you, did you see that we have a bit archive? You heard about yeah, it? Yeah, I the told podcast. you about it. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I guess I didn't. I told you I about guess it. I, didn't... I hope that the in that archive there's an episode where it says Mike tells Steve about the bit archive. <laughs> 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 there's a clickable link. Uh, I uh, 
on the way to Palm Springs, yes, there's uh, you could pull off the road in the desert and visit um, dinosaurs. And there's a just the desert, and then there's a there's the gas station, and then there's dinosaurs. Oh, the Cabazon dinosaurs. Why do you think that is there? Um, I love them. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know the the um, pop cultural significance of those dinosaurs? No, but I'd love to. Do you? You've seen Pee Wee's Large Adventure. Pee Wee's. Remind me of who this is. You, you've seen. Um, is it possible now, for Pee-wee, a man named Pee Wee to have a large adventure? Well, and also, I need you to know that the name Pee Wee is actually a shortened name. The full it name used to be Stuart Little. is P. Lor- <laughs> P. Lawrence Wheelinson. Now, what nationality is that? Um, that sounds Lithuanian. I think nature. it's American. <laughs> if I told you to repeat that name, would you be able to? P. Lawrence Williamson. <laughs> Hank Williams. Um, now, in P. Willi- P. Lawrence Williamson's Large Adventure, uh-huh. <laughs> he loses his bike, uh-huh. and he goes to the Cabazon dinosaurs spot. And uh-huh. it's there's a famous scene in that movie where he's like, he sits in the T. Rex's mouth with um, with uh, the French woman that he meets at the at the diner. The one where he eats sandwiches with. Um, yeah, yeah, Plays and they, and he gets chased around by a large man with a bone uh-huh. there. Um, so that's the pop culture significance, I think. So of that. that thing is still there because it was in <laughs> that documentary. Once. This was in. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean I don't actually know. <laughs> Driving past the the office that was Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> this was in. This was oh, like that's a t- What tour? if we did a di- dynamic venture tour <laughs> yeah. of LA? It's called this was. Is in. this was in? Yeah, and I it was like, like this was in. This <laughs> was in. Um. Uh, I okay. So I without looking it up, I I think the di- the significance of the dinosaurs is based on the company. The you know the Sinclair gas company kind of where it's like it's just the logo is like a brontosaurus okay you know what i'm talking about kind of not there's really a gas me. company there's like a like an arco or like a like a 76 so yeah yeah there's there's it's like a gas company called sinclair and their uh, logo is a dinosaur and the pegasus was already taken so they had to be the pegasus dinosaur. was taken yeah so i think the pegasus was taken was my favorite film at sundance last year i'm too young to get it <laughs> <laughs> so um the uh yeah this so this i think i'm just gonna assume that the cabazon dinosaurs are kind of like <laughs> a a marketing ploy from the sinclair company so come Check out our dinosaurs, but you probably need come get gas. gas at our gas station. But associate these come dinosaurs the with our gas dinosaurs. station. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's see. Wikipedia has an entry about them. Did you stop and and see them, or you just you just see them? I pulled off uh, that exit to take pictures of a couple obey things that were posted on. Oh, that's old, neat. Uh, what do you call them? Like brick walls or something? No or? billboards. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But you didn't take any photos of the Cabazon dinosaurs? Nope. Okay. And you had no interest in walking over and inspecting them closely? I guess I didn't. Okay. That's okay. Um, I think I think they're meant to be kind of just like a tourist trap. 
Maybe that's why. Maybe my common sense drew me away from it's that. It's just a tourist said, trap. Ooh, there's a, a prolific street artist who <laughs> did this. Who who traversed barbed wire to get his message out there? Yeah, or some dinosaurs giant designed plaster, to sell me gas. Giant plaster dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, I find quite a. I get a lot of joy out of seeing them because I love P. Lawrence. P. Lawrence. P. Lawrence Williamson's <laughs> large adventure. And when I was a kid, my parents would like when we'd go to Palm Springs or something. My parents yeah. would like go like, let's go see the dinosaurs. And as a kid, of course, you're gonna eat that shit up. Such a magical place. Palm it's Springs. a magical place, Palm Springs. So here's what I'm gonna say about the Cabazon dinosaurs. This is what w- Wikipedia says. Cabazon. But when the Valley folk came back from Arizona, our trip to Arizona, we. Stopped at the Cabazon dinosaurs and took some photos and and did some video stuff there. It was exciting. Is that where Joe got the the cactus? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was in Arizona. Oh, okay. Cabazon dinosaurs, formerly Claude Bell's dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whose dinosaurs are these? Well, in the Claude middle Bell's. of the <laughs> Oh, okay. Forgive me. Now you take a left at Claude Bell's dinosaurs. <laughs> now if you see uh, Steve Nielsen's dinosaurs, <laughs> you've, you've gone too far. Too far. <laughs> It's a roadside attraction in Cabazon, California, featuring two enormous steel and concrete dinosaurs named Dinny the Dinosaur and Mr. Rex. I did not know that. <laughs> located just Please, T was my father. They were, lo- <laughs> they were located just west of Palm Springs, the 150-foot-long brontosaurus Dinny. Uh, Dinny loves and bread. And the 65-foot-long <laughs> Dinny loves bread and cheese. And the sixty don't wake Denny and the sixty-five <laughs> foot tall Tyrannosaurus Rex, Mr. Rex, are visible from the freeway to travelers uh, passing by on Southern California's Interstate Ten. The roadside dinosaurs are best known for their appearance in the film P. William <laughs> Wee Lawrence Big Giant Adventure in nineteen eighty five. Um here we go. Sculptor and theme park artist Claude Bell began construction of the dinosaurs. In 1964, with the goal of attracting more customers to his nearby restaurant. There we go. The Wheel Inn. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you built giant dinosaurs to get people to come to your restaurant called Wheel Inn? Why not just make better food? Why do you need to? I refuse to make better food, but I will construct dinosaurs. Well, why not call it like the Dino Lodge or something? Or like. Because it, it was. it was before it was pre-dinosaur. Yeah, but then change the name of your restaurant. Because, it. listen, here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> if I saw these giant dinosaurs uh-huh. and was like, fuck yeah, I want to take some pictures of these giant dinosaurs, I want to see these giant dinosaurs, and then there was a restaurant next to it called Wheel Inn, yeah. I'd be like, cool dinosaurs, bye, I'm out. Yeah. But if there was like a fucking restaurant called the the, like, Dinosaur Diner or something, I'd be like, Dinosaurs. Oh, the Dinosaur? Yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Give me a pterodactyl egg over easy. Yeah, hell yeah. Pterodactyl amelie. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the fucking, the the T-Rex ribs. Good. And that was a bit out of nowhere. Anyway. This was. Well, it's not done because I need to tell you, <laughs> the goal was to attract people to his restaurant, uh, which was open from 1958 to 2013. Oh, shit. Closed down recently. Dinny and Mr. Rex were completed in 1975 and 1986, respectively. (laughs) Bell died in 1988 at age 91, and his family sold the property in the mid-1990s. Since then, Cabazon Dinosaurs 
has been the site of a roadside creationist museum and gift shop. Roadside creationist? Like people who pave the roads? <laughs> <laughs> it's a creationist museum, which is a facility that hosts exhibits which use the established natural history museum format to present a young earth creationist view that the earth and life on earth were created some 6,000 to 10,000 years ago in six days. Oh, man. That's so wow. cool that um that, that guy's dead and couldn't see that. <laughs> I think if that if I was that guy's family, I'd count, I'd count my money, and I'd be like, you know what, we did it, we did it, we made some savvy business. Good decision. old Claude Bell. Yeah. Now, if you see <laughs> the dude pointing at the dinosaurs, like these didn't, these are fake. Now, obviously. as you can see, these are these didn't exist. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. What a fucking. That's crazy. There's so much more to talk about here then. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dynamic Banter. Um, you know what a what a ride we've been on, and and uh, you know, uh, thank you for 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 bearing with us through some of the more serious episodes mm -hmm. and being good listeners. And and uh, yeah, Mike, you got any plugs? Probably. Uh, if you go on mikefalzone.com, you'll see just too many shows. Uh, the next Friends and Friends show in Los Angeles is on the 17th, and uh, there tickets on Eventbrite for that. And then we're bringing the Friends and Friends show to San Francisco for the first time. It'll Ooh. be outside of Los Angeles. Ding, ding. And that'll be on December 9th, and there's also tickets on Eventbrite for that. And this is loading right now, so I'm going to go ahead. Okay, so Thursday, which is tonight, you missed a show with the Federal. <laughs> um, How dare you? Uh, Wednesday, uh, November 14th, I'll be at Flappers in Burbank twice, and I put up a link on the community tab of my uh, fucking YouTube for some comp tickets to that. So if those are still around, you can grab those. Like I said, the 17th is Friends and Friends in WeHo. Tickets on Eventbrite. Um, on the 8th, I'll be at the setup in San Francisco. Uh, the 9th, it's the Bayfront Theater um, in San Francisco. And tickets for that are available either on MikeFalzone.com or uh, Eventbrite. And then uh, January 9th, I'll be at the Pikey. I think I'll be... Oh, uh, the 26th of this month, I will be at the Laugh Factory. And inbox me somewhere if you'd like to be put on the guest list for that. And I'll put as many of you as I could possibly fit on the guest list before it closes, probably the day before the show. Use me for an exam. Um, and uh, really quick, the Valley Folk are going to be performing in New York. Oh, shit. Shit. That's right. Uh, the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York, to be precise. Sunday, December 16th. You can get your tickets on um, uh, Ticketfly or something. <laughs> or you can just go to the Bell House, uh, thebellhousenewyork.com, and uh, check out. You can get tickets there. Or you can wait there. Uh, yeah, but it's going to be a great show. Starts at 7 p.m. December 16th, uh, Sunday. That's a Sunday in uh, Brooklyn, New York. The Bell House. So check us out. It's going to be fun. Santa Steve might do something. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you very much. And, uh, you know, be safe. Yeah, man. 
be great safe. Meeting you guys. We're we're gonna get out and we're gonna meet as many of you as humanly possible. That's yeah. a promise. We're gonna give you all hugs when we see you too. We're gonna hug for life. I'm gonna kiss your mouth. I'm gonna kiss your goddamn mouth. I'm gonna ask my wife permission to kiss all you on the I'm not mouth. asking anyone for permission. I'm gonna kiss your mouth if I want to. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast. <laughs>